You are listening to And Press Play, written and recorded by James West. Hello all, and welcome back to And Press Play. This week I'm reviewing A Case of You by Joni Mitchell, taken from her 1971 album Blue. Blue is regarded as one of the greatest albums of all time, indeed in the Rolling Stone 500 Greatest Albums of All Time, the 2020 edition, it reached number 3. Blue was an intensely personal work for Mitchell, with many of her songs being deeply confessional about all aspects of her life, from giving up her little girl for adoption, to her breakup with Graham Nash, and subsequent relationship with James Taylor. A Case of You is one of Mitchell's best songs. It's elegant, and it's sublime. I have often used Sublime to talk about a great many songs, but A Case of You is on its own level in my mind, mainly because of its rather simple elegance. Now this is going to be a rather odd review to some extent, because I am going to tell you that this song is brilliant and then tell you where to find a better version, and in fact the better version is the one that I listen to more than the original. The song is an acoustic-led folk song and it starts off with the acoustic guitar. The song has quite a distinctive opening with plenty of chords before Mitchell starts singing. Now, part of the reason why this has got a distinctive opening is because Joni Mitchell is famous for playing with an open tuning, so the kind of the way she plays is very different to a lot of other guitarists, which makes a difference here. One of the best parts of this song is that there is a certain roughness and sharpness to the way in which the chords are played in this song, which provides a great juxtaposition to Mitchell's voice. The guitar is mainly played in the background, however there are a few nice breaks where it gets its moment to shine, notably at the beginning, you know, after particular choruses and in the outro. The guitar playing is quieter while Mitchell sings, but it's a bit louder and more jarring in the breaks. It's got a sort of stabby tone, almost as if it's a steel guitar or something like that, but it's kept mainly sparse throughout the song. This sparseness gives the song a certain vulnerability to it, which is really shown once Mitchell sings. This certain vulnerability is kind of key to the whole aura and mood of this song. Lyrically, this song is Mitchell's ode to a love which could be very dangerous for her. It's superbly done, and there are some fabulous images which really exemplify the strong emotions that Mitchell had during this time. The song immediately starts off with, Just before our love was lost, you said, which presents an immediate introduction to the song. We know by the end of the first line that this song is about a previous love, but also there's a certain emphasis on them, you know, just before our love was lost, you said. There's a very sort of uh, tonal emphasis on the other person in this. The rest of verse 1 is about her attempts to take back control following these issues with her lover, but at the same time it's clear that she misses him. The line with your face sketched on it twice, when she's talking about drawing um, the map of Canada, she says with the face sketched on twice, the idea being, despite the fact that she's run away to this bar and she's doing something on her own, she still can't stop thinking about him. Mitchell's voice remains relatively soft all through this, however, there are small pockets of intense emotion, such as in the line, Oh Canada, where she fondly remembers her home country. The chorus is quite easily one of my favourite sets of lines in this song, in fact it's some of my favourite lines of any Joni Mitchell song. You are in my blood like holy wine, kind of showing how her lover is now part of her, and that's how deeply embedded he is in her psyche and her life, all parts. You taste so bitter and so sweet. This is a great line because it just shows how everybody, in fact this lover in particular, has both good parts and bad parts. Oh, I could drink a case of you, darling, and I would still be on my feet. 
shows how she is more immune to him now and he doesn't affect her in the same way as he once did. The idea being that, you know, if you drink a lot of alcohol, you eventually build up a tolerance to it. And it's just just the same here. She spent so long with him that the kind of things that um, would annoy her or knock her out, so to speak, don't anymore. Mitchell's voice makes this chorus, as there are certain pauses between the I can drink a case of you, you know, that um, I've probably explained this quite badly, but listen to the song and you'll see. And this is important because these pauses create a sort of emphasis, but also a sort of like uh, a sliding scale as if once she's got one, she gets gradually more into it and she's able to kind of build herself up into saying this. Probably because it's quite tough to kind of say, look, I don't need you anymore. The choruses progressively get more emotional the further through the song we go, with the second chorus having more words elongated and sung for a more elongated time. These are sung with more frustration, but also more anguish. By the third chorus, she sings a lot with a lot more energy and sorrow, especially on the A Case of You, Darling. Verse 2 is a bit more introspective and more about Mitchell herself. I am a lonely painter. I live in a box of paints. Now, Joni Mitchell famously described herself as a painter derailed by circumstance, and this provides an interesting clue into her motives, but also how she approaches songwriting. The rest of this verse goes into explaining how she uses memories of her failed relationship in her song, writing, Part of you pours out of me, in these lines from time to time. Mitchell really elongates the eye on the beginning of this verse as if she is steadying herself to open up so much to an audience about this. Verse 3 is further scorning of the lover as it talks about staying with him but be prepared to bleed. This continues on from the theme that the love is not healthy for both parties. Now, that kind of concludes my review for A Case of You in itself. However, I don't think this is the definitive version to some extent. I appreciate Joni Mitchell wrote it, but I think there is a better version. There's a cover done by Gabrielle Applin from about six years ago. I think it's 2014. I've reviewed some of Gabrielle Applin's work previously on this podcast series. If you look for Awake, that's the song I reviewed. She covered it back in 2014, and I think she does a much better job. I think she takes a lot of the kind of emotional elements and kind of condenses it a bit and I think it works a lot better for her. The drums are more prominent in her cover and the guitar is not as harsh sounding. I think it's just her and an acoustic guitar. It's played a lot more softly which helps gives this cover a greater warmth than the original. Applin's vocals are much softer and much warmer. There are not the highs and lows of emotion in this verse. It's mainly sung in a more steady tone. I mean, even just the O Canada, if you compare the differences between them, hers is a lot soft and a lot more reminiscent, in my opinion. Meanwhile, the use of backing vocals in this version helps remove some of the emptiness that's in the original, giving it a much softer tone. Ultimately, all the changes that Applin makes turns this song into a much warmer copy of the original, which I prefer. I can find Mitchell's voice a bit jarring at times, particularly on a song like um, This Flight Tonight, not so much with A Case of You but I find Applin's version a lot easier to settle into, as well as a bit more comforting. There's an interesting thought that I had with this in the fact that if you com- if both of them were writing this song, Mitchell's version comes at a point where she's just almost broken up with her lover or is looking to do so, and that's why it's got these highs and lows of emotion and this whole vulnerable state, whereas Applin's is more like you've been separated for a year or two years and you're playing this song about a previous lover and at the point where they don't affect you anymore, which is why she can do it almost with a detached tone, and it's a lot warmer, a lot more kind of cosy, and these emotions aren't as all over the place. 
I will admit I have a slight bias to Applin's version because I heard it first. Originally I thought it was a song she'd written, but I've always preferred the Applin version. Maybe it's familiarity, maybe it's the sense of comfort, I don't know. But I think it's the best Joni Mitchell cover I've ever heard, and I really love the warmth that it brings to it. However, I will only give a review for the original, the Joni Mitchell, so I would give Joni Mitchell's version a 4.8 out of 5, because it's a wonderful song, it's got a unique naked vulnerability to it, which is unlike most other songs. The guitar work really emphasises the content of the lyrics, and I think it's just an all-round wonderful song. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next time. (laughs) 